Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Title IX podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley here with Elisa Woods, and this is a Tuesday night edition instead of a Monday night edition. We took the 4th of July July off. Please forgive us. We know you're anxiously awaiting this new episode. (laughs) I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm not going to ask for forgiveness. Just kidding. It's currently derechoing right now. Don't, so, don't uh, say that. Don't say that. <laughs> so Stop. cross your fingers that our internet doesn't go out while we're recording. Jared's going to have to cut that out if it does derecho, you know. Well, I believe in reverse psychology. Okay. 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 Power of positive uh, thinking. Positive. We are the known powers of positive thinking on this podcast. That's for yes. damn sure. For sure. We're positive patties. Positive patties. Not negative Nancy, positive Patty. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to steal that. Thanks. I just came up with it. Love it. Well, we need to thank our sponsor of the podcast, the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. And Elisa, happy <gasps> anniversary to Ivy. As Aww. of July 1st, the College of Business turned 38 years old. It's the 38th oh, cool. anniversary of the day the College of Business was officially established. Do we need to start planning the 40th birthday? Oh. <sighs> I feel like that's a big one guys do it let us know if you want us to start planning the party let us know because we need ample amount of time because we're not good at making plans at least two years at least i mean we're right there we could be looking at the 50th actually i mean i think we could probably squeeze something together in 18 months but i can't promise it's going to be really special okay we want it to be special but anyway happy anniversary happy birthday to our friends at the ivy college of business who are um, an appreciated sponsor of the podcast. And also, what do you, why, Wait, are you... why would it be 18 months? Wouldn't it be 24? No, no right. 20... I was saying if there's we 12... only had 18 months, we could okay. probably squeeze something together, but 24 months would be better is what I was saying. Don't question my okay. math. I'm well known at math. Well known to be very good at math. <laughs> well known at math. You're a math. My uh, high school math teachers listening, Mr. Dirkoff, who's a well-known friend of the pod. Uh, he can confirm that I was not well-known at math and that I often cried in his classroom <laughs> a lot. Dang. A lot. Anyway, we also want to thank the sponsors of the entire podcast network, our friends at Mississippi river distilling company, and they have something to celebrate too. They just opened their downtown lounge in Davenport's their second location. And that's new since our last podcast. So we're so happy for their growth. And happy to be associated with such good people over there at Mississippi River. I like Davenport. Well, you should go to their Davenport downtown lounge. That sounds like a sounds like a good little trip trip. 
I hear there's some shopping there. But good for them. They're growing. They're doing good. We're happy for them. Okay. Um, Look, Lisa and I are not going to talk about the dominoes that fell after UCLA and USC decided to go to the big 10 that is in the wheelhouse of Chris and Brent. They did an emergency cop podcast on it last week. And Chris is kind of the authority on this issue. He's been blowing up the premium uh, message boards and Patreon subscription. So if you haven't signed up to be a premium subscriber, now is the time to do it. I think he sent out like three or four updates today alone. And he's been blowing up Twitter, but the premium ones are the really juicy ones with some super um, intense and substantive intel. So I know um, I'm plugging, you know, the guy who lets us do this, but I mean it. It's it's worthwhile. It's got great information. And if this conference realignment stuff floats your boat, check it out. And I, I even feel like conference realignment is coming um, talking about basketball recruits, talking oh, yeah. about football recruits, yep. like if all of that stuff that like there's news coming. Yeah. So yeah, now it's is the newsy, time. It's a newsy time. And then I think big yeah. 12 media days are next week or the week after. So that'll get very newsy as well. So yeah. now's the time to check it out. Like at said, but we're going to leave that part of it to them. Um, they seem to kind of have their you know, the fingers on the pulse of it. So we'll let the experts do their thing and we'll do our thing. Okay. Which I thought you were going to be like, we're not going to talk about women's sports today. And I was like, Oh, well, (laughs) well, there goes my outline, (laughs) put away my notes. We are in fact, let's do our thing, which is talk about women's sports and specifically viewership numbers for the women's college world series, which we've mentioned softball, ladies and gentlemen, can I get a drum roll, please do it. Alisa. That's her. Did I make any sound? No, it didn't. No, you're bad at this. You're supposed to be doing my drum That was pretty good. <laughs> Softball was viewed more than baseball in the College World Series, and more specifically, in the final game of the College World Series, the women's viewership averaged 1.7 more mil- mil- oh. million compared to the men at 1.5 million. Oh. And OU's title-clinching win over Texas was the most-watched college softball or baseball game. Oh, you might say you might say that the college baseball world series was an old miss. Oh, I see what you did there. An, an old miss. It was an old miss. Do you guys get it? Do you guys get it? Because you know, okay, old yeah. miss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Elisa's text to me after we saw these statistics was I have goosebumps. Yeah. And I did too. And my text back to her was, yes, I do too. But it also makes me want to stand on a table and say, we told you. Yeah. Because we've been telling you for a long time on this podcast, this is episode 76. We've been telling you since what, probably episode four, that college softball is growing at an unbelievable rate. And when you put those games on um, accessible channels, people watch them. Yeah. And wow, it happened. You know what the worst part about the goosebumps is? You know, when you get goosebumps and your leg hair grows, that's the worst. It is the worst. And you, then you're a little scratchy. You got scratchy legs and it like always happens right away. Yeah. Right. When you get goosebumps, little known fact. It's true. It's true. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, I just, I felt like that was important for us to mention, um, truthfully because college softball is growing and it's, um, seems to be doing so at an exponential rate. And it's cool to see, um, these, I would say big 12 schools, but I mean, 
OU in Texas are kind of out the door, but still, I mean, regardless of who it is, it's cool to see that sport growing. Yeah, definitely. And I think it was Josh Betts who sent us that. Yes. So shout out. Thank you, Josh. He's been a longtime supporter of what we're doing. So Mm -hmm. he's a good egg. Okay. So transition from that to something slightly depressing. We've mentioned the Brittany Griner trial here on the podcast a few times, and things have changed pretty rapidly in the last couple of days, especially. So Uh, Last week, her detention was extended for the third time since she was initially detained. And there was a photo. Actually, there's been a few photos of her in handcuffs and they're just heartbreaking photos because she just looks very out of place over there. She looks sullen and dejected. Um, And the second extension on her detention was set to expire on July 2nd, but they didn't have her trial set by then. So they didn't let that expiration occur. And then they um, extended it, like I said, and started her trial on July one. So we had one day of trial and then we had a recess until later this week on July 7th. And that delay was due to the absence of some witnesses that were going to testify. But we found out over the weekend that she sent a letter to president Biden. Uh, Lisa, do you have any of the excerpts up from that? I have one somewhere. I know. I think I sent it to you. Yeah, I got it. Um, maybe I didn't send it to you. No, I I just found it. We're good. Even if you did either way, we both have it here somewhere. So the, uh, Elisa and I were just talking about how so much of the letter sounds very desperate from her. And the paragraph that stuck out to me, it says, I realize you're dealing with so much. This is to president Biden, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020 and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. And uh, obviously that was a plea directly to the president. And we heard today, so this is July 5th that we're recording. We heard today that Brittany still hadn't heard from the president. Now, I'm not an expert in wrongful determinations. I don't know if it's common for the president to speak directly or to reply directly to detainees. But I think at this point, um, things kind of feel like they're starting to unravel a little bit between uh, Brittany Griner and her camp and the U S government. Uh-huh. I, that's kind of the vibe I'm starting to get because it felt yeah. like for a while they were cooperating. And even if there was some frustration, you know, they were feeling like there was forward movement and that uh-huh. seems to have stopped now that the trial's begun a week ago, or maybe two weeks ago, there was supposed to be a call between her and yes. her wife. And that call was missed by basically the American the, embassy. Yeah. The, the government. And so that was kind of, I felt like that was kind of the start of like her wife being like, you can't even pick up a phone call. Yeah. Like what are, we're supposed to be trusting you to get her back. Um, and of course, you know, we've said it once and we'll say it again. Don't read the comments. I read the com. I read the comments and it was yeah. a lot of like, well, don't break the law. Well, don't break the law. And I guarantee you that was written by a lot of people who just set off fireworks <laughs> all weekend. Okay. Illegally. Can we talk about that for a second? You have a, you brought up a great point. So she was detained and she's been arrested because Russian officials found vape cartridges containing a marijuana concentrate in her luggage. Okay. So she's now under investigation. She's on trial for the large scale transportation of drugs, which yeah. carries a 10 year prison. Pun- uh, in punishment or sentencing in Russia. That's ridiculous. Right. She is not a drug dealer. She's not a drug trafficker. She had little cartridges of man and she broke law. Yes, right. but she's not. That is not what the spirit of the law is intended for. Right. I mean, the, I, we can't talk about the spirit of the law in Russia. So 
<laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> the spirit and of the law is to detain people and wrongfully punish right. them. And I saw a tweet that said, and you'll appreciate this, I think it said Russia is going extra hard on her because of who and what she is. And the U.S. is not going hard enough because of who and what she is. And I just thought that nailed it. I know this is a wildly complicated issue, thanks in large part to a really disgusting world political climate. But she's not a drug trafficker. She's not. She had something in her um, luggage that she shouldn't have had. And she doesn't deserve to spend 10 years in Russia. She just doesn't. That's the end of it. It almost just feels like, and she threw in a couple things like, you know, I want Olympic medals. Like she threw in In her letter. Yeah. In her letter, she threw out all of these, like, don't forget. And it almost feels like did like Russia let her send that obviously. And it just feels like maybe she, maybe they're like, you know, don't forget these talking points because it seems like the U S doesn't really care. And we yeah, want them to really care. I, right. And it, I, I had the like, same reaction. Part of me is like, Oh, well maybe this is like the way that they're playing it. But it's like, I just don't feel like it is like, are they just like, well, we don't care. Go ahead and detain her kind right. of like a reverse psychology. Right. Yeah. It's, it feels like that right now. Yeah. And it's interesting. So I looked and she's officially considered wrongfully detained right now hmm. uh, by the U S government, which means that the U S government can try to directly negotiate her return with the Russian government instead of having to wait until her trial concludes. So there's like yeah. one-to-one negotiation happening or theoretically happening, but it's just interesting because suddenly it feels like there's this desperation that initially, obviously we were always desperate. It was a terrible situation. It should never have happened, but it just feels like there's kind of been this push recently that just feels like things are kind of teetering on. This is about to get real bad. Um, and then I also read, according to CBS news, less than 1% of defendants are acquitted in Russian criminal cases. So for the sake of, if she actually has to go through this trial, it's it doesn't look real good. It's pretty yeah. bleak. Hmm. And obviously there's appeal processes and I don't think that would be the end of the line, but certainly that's not the route that anyone in her camp wants to For take. Sure. For sure. Yeah. It's just really sad. And, um, we've said it on the podcast before, but it it's probably worth discussing. Like if this were anybody else, I don't think we'd be here this long, along down the line. And the WNBA is, try- is using as much clout as they possibly can. And I also read that the, um, the NBA commissioner and the WNBA commissioner are working together to try to push the U S government harder on this, but it's just stuck at the time being, which is really sad. Yeah. I just try and think like, what if this was like LeBron, (laughs) right? You know what I mean? Right. Who, who I, I just going out on a limb probably is not a, is not a, you know, probably not a big, weed smoker i don't know maybe he is <laughs> just doesn't strike me as somebody who smokes a lot of weed but like right. i mean there are people who we worship here yeah you know and i mean what if this was snoop dog yeah no i i com- agree completely <laughs> like, and my problem my problem with all of this really comes down to she's not being punished for what she actually did she's being punished as a statement and yeah. Russia's making a statement out of her and the United States is not making a statement back in return. And I, again, to your point, there's a lot going on here. We don't know how the sides are playing it, but from the court of public opinion, this does not look good right now. And I mean, also like, it's not like they could 
tell us all like we're just right. being chill you know what i mean like nothing's gonna leak to us to say like you know chill we're just being chill about it so maybe right. maybe this maybe is it's all... all working great right right i just don't know with the I way would... things are going with everything and anything right now i just yeah. don't have a lot of confidence in that yeah. but um she was named an honorary um, all-star. Did you see that for the oh, WNBA? No, I didn't see that. That's yeah. Cool. So again, they're trying their best to keep this in the public um, narrative and we'll keep you updated in the weeks to come. And hopefully we have a positive update um, in the next couple of episodes as her trial continues. I would love to be proven wrong and see a massive parade when she, you know, finally <laughs> yeah. does get back. Yeah. So. I would, in that case, I would love to be proven wrong as well. Yeah. Um, quick shout out to our friend Hope Wood at hopewoodjd.com. Hope does her will in a day program where you can spend a couple of hours with uh, Hope and getting all of the materials filled out and have your will taken care of in less than a day. We've mentioned her before. She's super fast and easy and a little personal testimonial. I emailed her a question I had about how to designate some uh, my beneficiaries because I've have a new job and a new retirement account. And she emailed me right back, um, within the day and was super helpful. And that's just part of the services she offers. Use the promo code fanatic at hopewoodjd.com for $50 off her will in a day program. So that's our friend hope wood. Epic. Epic. All right. Um, uh, before we go to break, I wanted to mention, we are talking about the WNBA, um, with Brittany Griner and we've talked a lot about WNBA players lacking shoe deals on this podcast. And I have a new shoe deal alert, Alisa. Can mm, you give me the lay it on new, us? Give me the new shoe deal alert sounder, please. <laughs> that was pretty good on no notice. Thank you. Elena Deladon has a new signature sneaker, the Deladon One. It's a Nike high top and it's the first Nike signature shoe for women since Diana Taurasi's shoe in 2006. The Washington Mystic star shoes are supposed to be available in October on nike.com and they're badass looking. Um, if you haven't seen them online, you should search them out. They're really cool. I don't know if they're going to be in different colors or not, but the ones that she was wearing are kind of like a, you know, the, the mystics blue color and, uh, I don't know. They're just, they're pretty cool. I love it. I tried on a pair of Nike high tops. Um, a couple of weeks ago, it was the first pair I've ever tried on. And they were just a smidge too small, but otherwise I would have taken those babies home. with oh, me. I They love were cool. It. They were really cool. I actually saw something. I was just looking for it on my phone. So Oregon Sedona Prince has made, um, over 500,000 this year in NIL deals with 18 different, um, partnerships. Like that's so much money. I know. And none of them are like a straight, you know, like it's not a shoe deal, right. a whole bunch of right. piecemeal deals all right. together. When you, for when you said that, I was like, huh? Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, I know. I, um, I, this is, I think we're ushering in a new era of those kind of sponsorships for female athletes, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. And I, I will note too, and it's, this is interesting because maybe we could roll back the tape. And we, we talked about this. I knew but... that way you said interesting was sassy. I could just hear it. Interesting. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it isn't really interesting. Um, but Prince is a, a TikTok star. Became a TikTok star like last year. So um, handling that social media, along with that comes a bag. Along with that comes 
that's how oh am you're i still there? there you're still here am i still we lost, here we almost lost elisa to we the did show, ladies and gentlemen. me we She's um, back. yes i'm back um but i don't know we said it nil deals are going to come through um they're going to come hot and heavy for the for the social media stars and it'll be interesting too to see how that um that translates if they go play professionally whether it's here in um, the states with the WNBA or if they go play abroad it'll be interesting to see how those nil deals that they cash in on in college translate to the professional level which obviously we don't know that right now but we're going to watch that play out here in the next what five ten years probably we'll have some better statistics so for sure for sure Okay, let's oh go ahead. Oh, I almost cut you off. I mean, I know I just I could go I could go on a tangent about this, but let's um let's work this NIL stuff so each university can also have a manager who manages we can have a women's manager and a men's manager, but they can manage help the help the athletes figure out how to brand themselves, figure out how to manage their money. Um figure out, we talked to Mike Rose and he said, you know, he was just now figuring, you Mm -hmm. know, taking these classes, how to manage their money. Now is the time for these universities to, um, to get somebody who can help these athletes manage their wealth, um, and learn how to create business opportunities for themselves and learn how to sell themselves. And it's only going to benefit them in the future. And I think that it's something that the universities need to do ASAP. And you know, that's just going to be especially beneficial for uh, female athletes who it's just the truth. It's yeah. hard. Women have to sell themselves. And I know that sounds bad, but you have <laughs> yes. to sell yourself harder than a, than a man has to. Um, there's a reason that women get 80 cents on the dollar, you know? And so that's an uphill battle. And then you think of someone like Emily Ryan, who is a star. I mean, that woman is a stud on the court, but she doesn't like the spotlight on her. And we, you know, we had her on this podcast and she was delightful, but she, she doesn't like talking about herself. She likes giving praise to her teammates and just being, which is that's, I mean, it's an amazing quality. I'm not, that is not a, um, dig at her at all. She was so complimentary to her teammates, but we wanted her to be complimentary of herself a little more. And we were trying to get her to do that, but it's just not natural for her. So for players like her who could really stand out and do things in the community and get paid to speak and things like that, um, just teaching them how to put themselves out there in a comfortable way to cash in on their star stardom. We talked about the, in the last podcast, the number of CEOs, um, female CEOs who are former college athletes. athletes. That was a great stat. Yeah. And it's just like, that is the pathway to, and if that is something that's happening and if that stat is, is true and real, which I mean, I think it was an Ernst and Young stat. Mm -hmm. So it is, we gotta, we gotta capitalize on that. And if that is one of the better routes to getting women in the door as CEOs, CFOs, leaders and companies, period. Right. Then let's do it because we need that representation. Um, and hopefully the rest will follow, you know, hopefully as we get these women in these places, they'll hire more women Mm -hmm. who, you know, aren't college athletes. Um, but if, if that's the route that we need to go, let's make the most of it. Absolutely. Totally agree. I have no idea how we just went down that path. I know. But I feel very strongly I about it. I know, I know you do too. And we want to keep giving uh, female athletes specifically shout outs on the podcast. Um, you know, Iowa state athletes, 
any way we can. Um, so if you see one of the, I mean, men too, but if you see specifically one of the female athletes doing something, whether it's signing something or, you know, putting their t-shirts out and signing those, let us know. And we'll do our best to retweet it and promote it on social media because we want to be an avenue and a platform for that. For sure. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We are brought to you by authentic brand. Authentic brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear with an amazing team of designers. Authentic brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bag, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. All right, Elisa, it's time for my favorite thing to do on the podcast, which is shout out some badass female women. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm okay, ready. So ready. Team USA Olympians, Simone Biles and Megan Rapino. Have you heard of them? Have, Have you, you heard of them? <laughs> they will be awarded the nation's because it was random and funny. Have you heard of them? Have you? Well, have you? Have you ever heard of them? Uh, they've been awarded the nation's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And I guess technically they haven't been awarded yet. They get it um, in a couple of days on July 7th. The Medal of Freedom is the nation's highest civilian honor presented to individuals who have made exemplary contributions to prosperity, values, or security of the U.S., world peace, or other significant societal, public, or private endeavors. Love it. So Simone Biles, like I said, have you heard of her? She uh, has a combined total of 32 Olympic and world championship medals. And as we saw play out, um, in the Olympics, she has been a prominent advocate for mental health and safety of athletes and women. And then we have Megan Rapino, who is an Olympic gold medalist and two-time world cup champion. No big deal. Who has been a prominent advocate for gender pay equity, um, LBGTQ rights and racial justice. And just to give you an idea of the level of prestige of this honor, other recipients this year that you've probably also heard of include former Congressman woman, Gabby Giffords, Steve jobs, John McCain, um, and Denzel Washington. And I have a couple of, I was just reading the list and others that you may not have heard of, but are notable kind of for our audience. There's Julieta Garcia. She's the former president of University of Texas at Brownsville. She's the first Hispanic woman to serve as a college president. And Wilma Vaught, she's the brigadier general who's one of the most decorated women in the history of the U.S. military and continue to break gender barrier upon gender barrier as she rose through the ranks. So it's a pretty loaded class of the old uh, presidential medal of freedom. That's awesome. Maybe well, someday we can get one for our it, work on this podcast. <laughs> highly doubt. Um, never let's, know. Let's just move on. Okay. So <laughs> Emily Engelnotsky became the first woman to be hired as a full-time coach in NHL history, oh. which kind of blew my mind. I missed this. Because... They're a little bit behind, but yeah, hired a, as a full-time, you know, no time like the present to get these women <laughs> yes. in these full-time coaching positions. So pretty cool. She was promoted to video coach of the Washington Capitals. And that just makes her the first woman to hold a full-time position on an NHL coaching staff. That's cool. Do you know anything? Um, do you know where she came from or anything like that? Mm -mm. Just was wondering if she played hockey herself. I always think those are interesting positions because it's such a predominantly male sport, you know, yeah, like I wonder, yeah. I always wonder how women break th through those ranks, but for sure. Either way. Pretty cool. Yeah. She, she looks pretty dope. I like her. <laughs> Maybe we can be fans now. Maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we get a hat or something. You like your hats. Yeah, I do like a hat. Yeah. Um, I have another one. You just want to go back and forth. Yeah, for let's just do it. So speaking of Simone Biles, um, Open Doors Marketing, which is um, that big marketing firm that's now, you know, really taking advantage of the name image likeness space, did a study of the most marketable professional female athletes in North America. Simone was fourth on the list. Do you want to guess the top three? I know you, you know, one of them. The most marketable. Mm-hmm. Professional athletes. Professional female athletes. Female mm-hmm. athletes. Mm-hmm. Sue Bird? Um, let me see if no, she no, has all of, no. she has a, so many um commercial deals. Right. That's true, that's a good point. Okay, uh, the one I was thinking, Naomi you, Osaka, yes, okay. she was actually fourth on the list, but okay. that's a good guess. I think that Naomi Osaka is like the highest earning in, yes, I think that's right. Tennis, maybe Something I guess like I was that. gonna say, I, I mean, I was gonna say Serena though. Serena is second on the okay. list. Um, just guess a couple more for fun. Uh, Megan Rapino. Yep, she's on there. Okay. Um, okay, let me give you the top three. Okay. It was, this is interesting. Now this, this is, is open doors, so I, like I don't this. know where they get all. Of, I you know I don't know where they get all of their information. I think but- that they like. I don't know if it's called crowdsourcing, but I think that they literally like call call people and ask them. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. Or they do, um, you know, like those ads, um, when you're on, uh, when you're on YouTube and it asks you a question before you start doing it, I think that they do those types of things. Okay. So the top three, according to this study was Ronda Rousey, Serena Williams and Alex Morgan. I would have never guessed Ronda Rousey at this point. When was like in 2022? Yeah. Yeah. That blows my mind. Me too. I thought the same thing. Is she WWE now or is she still? I'm pretty sure she's still doing UFC. See, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. But it's... Naomi Osaka was next. Yeah. Um, Sydney LaRue, uh, who now plays for Angel City in the National Women's Soccer League and is also an Olympic gold medalist. Um, Taya Cooper, guard for the LA Sparks, former Baylor Bear. Megan Rapino. Um, Tara Davis, who is that track and field star from Texas. She was the one who was in the cowboy hat after the NCAA championships. I remembered her. I don't know if that's yeah. a super well-known one. And then Candace Parker rounded out the list. Um, Candace Parker. Yeah. We should have known that one, Yeah, but yeah, I just thought that was, I thought it was a wild list. Um, and Megan Rapino is 37 years old today, by the way. Wow. I know I had the same wow. reaction too. It's weird because I can see, like, in my mind, she's going to play soccer forever. Yeah. So she's not, she's Dang. not 37. How much but longer do you think she's going to play? Not much. I mean, Oof. I think she's at the, I'm surprised she's still playing in yeah. some ways. Um, but the other side of it, it feels like she should be older than 37 because she's been around for so long. Yeah. You know, she's one of those that's just, when she retires, it's going to be one of those, damn. Yeah. Moments. And I hope that her like productivity doesn't drop before she retires. You know yeah. what I mean? I hope that she doesn't, she's not like, Oh gosh, she really needs to retire. I know she plays for the, um, uh, the Seattle women's, um, soccer team. I think they're called the rain. Uh, and then obviously she's the, what the, the Seattle the rain, R E I G N not oh, okay. R A I N. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's very clever actually. Yeah. 
Do you have any more shout outs? I do. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about high schooler, high schoolers, college athletes. So Paige Beckers and Sydney McLaughlin um, teamed up with Gatorade to release the company's first ever custom bottle collection. You know, the like Gatorade bottles that, yeah. that you see, you know, at every high school practice. Yes. You've ever been the to. green ones. Yeah. Ones, yeah. And they look cool. I, did, I miss like, this too. These are yeah, fun stories. They're like cool designs and stuff. And I don't know. I want them. Uh, so I feel like the water bottle trend is a really big thing right now, because if you see the, the youth walking around with their <laughs> stainless steel water bottles, yes. and stickers all over yes. them, I feel like I'm surprised that Gatorade or someone like that hasn't broken into this market before. So good for them. And I've never seen anything, but just the green, the green one. Yeah. Yes. And I get it. They want that to be their same. I know. Okay. So what did, when I saw it, I was like, "Mm, what was their role in it? Were they just the ones? I think they they just have their sign. They each have their signature design. Okay. Um, so, and it shows like a kind of a pink and blue one and then kind of a black and white one. So I'm guessing one is one and one is the others. Yeah. Um, and I think that they just did the designs cause I'm pretty sure they have both inked deals with Gatorade. Yeah. I'm like 99.9% sure that at least Paige has a deal with them. So I'm guessing that yes, Paige does like, for sure. Yeah. I'm just guessing that that's part of their deal is that they designed these, which I think it's cool. That's really great. Yeah. I love it. I, we need them. I know we do. Well, my birthday is passed. Um, let's <laughs> and see. I still here. Christmas is a ways down the line. I'm just going to lay this out there. I've tried to order you something twice and it keeps getting canceled. So I'm going to need to get you something. Just give me the Gatorade bottle. (laughs) I might have to. I want the Gatorade bottle. What were you going to get me that was canceled? Okay. It's this little box for runners and it just has like a bunch of like little snacks and stuff in it. Yeah. I've seen them before. And they've canceled on me twice. And so I'm like, give me the Gatorade bottle. I was going to have it shipped to myself. And then I had your sister give me your address. And so I was like, okay, Okay, let me try and have it shipped to you. And they've just canceled on me twice. So, well, they're missing out. I know. Cause now your money's going to yep. Paige Beckers. Yep. Uh, speaking of women's college basketball, uh, coach Steyer posted a, a photo this morning of Emily Ryan in the gym mm-hmm. before Dawn getting shots up. And it just got me all fired up for basketball. It says like three things are certain death taxes and Emily Ryan, Emily Ryan shots. shots. That's <laughs> our morning. girl. I know, Emily I Ryan it. assassin, baby. Mm, it's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. I love it. Um, Wait, is it you now or is it me? It's your, t- I'm, I'm out of shout out. So oh, you, okay. this is your show now. You just take <laughs> it away. <laughs> well, Allison Felix launched an initiative to provide free childcare to athletes. Um, I think athletes, coaches, and staff, uh, during the U S track and field championship. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yes. Um, she has been a, like a longtime advocate for mothers, mother athletes. Um, she, I'm actually wearing my Allison Felix pants right now. I was just going to mention just, that. No, I just looked down. Um, but she, she kind of was- severed ties with Nike, um, over some, like basically they dropped a bunch of athletes when they got pregnant. I don't know mm-hmm. if they had dropped her or if she dropped them um, after that, but then she picked up a deal with Athleta and did a, a line with Athleta and stuff. And I think she's still an Athleta athlete. And that was a huge deal when she did that. Yeah. It was a kind of like one of those, wow, this could be kind of a turning of the tides because Nike, obviously track and field, all of it is hand in hand, but yeah, yeah that was, that's, Good for her. And that's yeah. similar to what the U S women's national team for soccer has done with the childcare. So yeah. it's cool to see these giant organizations 
um, taking note. Yeah. Um, and then my last thing that I had was Jessica Holtz is the player agent for Carl Anthony Towns. And um, I don't know if you know who Kendall Jenner's boyfriend, just this guy, Devin Booker. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I heard of him. Yeah. Kind of mm. plays um, basketball sometimes, uh, but they each secured Supermax deals on the same day and she is their player agent. So like made history. She got rich, baby. She got them rich. She got herself rich. Good so, for her. Yeah. And she just looks like one of those women who walks into a room and gets shit done. Oh, yeah, like, she does. She just has that aura about her, even yeah. just in a in her profile picture. Oh, and she looks so young. I, yes. I'm like, oh, God, how old are you? Yeah. Yeah. How Sometimes I? I think about uh, law school, like how that could have been a path towards doing agent. And I had yeah. someone in my law school class actually do that. And he does well, some cool. UFC fighters. But that'd be a. I'm, I just don't think I'm cut out for that world. That'd be a life choice. That's for sure. That's a life choice. And I think I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's a world where you can't do that or you get eaten yeah. alive. So I'm not sure I would have lasted yeah. very long. It would have been fun. My degree is in sport management and now I'm baking croissants. So it's weird croissants. where the world takes you. Croissants. croissants. I asked Elisa if she was ready to go and she said, excuse me, I got to roll out my croissants. Every 45 minutes you have to fold them and turn them. And I just had to do the last roll out. The last so the, fold, yeah. fold and turn. So then I can bake them tomorrow morning. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that basket fresh, of warm buttery croissants on the front steps. Yeah. Right. That's yep. why you're baking them. Yep. Malcolm, Malcolm talks about macarons. Now he's going to start to talk about croissants. croissants. <laughs> you have a very cultured child. Yeah. I have a two-year-old who talks about macarons. Cultured child. Like I said, <laughs> all right. Anything else? I got nothing. Okay. Me either. Should we go shelter in place? While yeah. we... I hope you don't float away. <laughs> I hope I don't either. I don't even have a paddle. I'm a, I'm a strong swimmer, so I'm not. So come save me with a basket of croissants with some croissants. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Everybody we will be back in a couple of weeks until then go cyclones, go state.